roll and I'll just feel something. Welcome to Rackhouse Ramblings Podcast. I'm Jeff, your host. Here I like to talk about bourbon and anything related to it. Sometimes I talk about life experiences. Sometimes I talk about adventures I've had. Sometimes I just talk about things I'm interested in. But you know what? Every time I talk from the heart. I'm a firefighter. I'm a craftsman. I'm an avid outdoors person, and I'm a lover of all things handcrafted. Thanks for taking time to listen. I'll do my best to make it worth your while. Rackhouse Ramblings is on the air. This is Rackhouse Ramblings episode 41. That's right, the second episode of the third season. I got a great show for you guys today. I just returned from another trip. I went to uh, Kentucky. My uh, best friend Andy and I went to the Daniel Boone National Forest for some early deer season action. Sadly, the only action we saw was rain. <laughs> it was uh, it rained every day. Uh, well, you know we'll talk more about that in a minute. First, let's talk about bourbon. Let's get I'm going to get right into the bourbon. Uh, and the bourbon spotlight today is Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, Woodford Reserve. Um, I consider it a a standard top shelf liquor. Um, you find it at all like the nicer restaurants, nicer bars, probably even the not so nicer ones. But it's considered a top shelf bourbon, top shelf uh, liquor. Um, they're well known for being part of the annual Kentucky Derby horse race. Uh, they held uh, that's every year in May, of course. And Woodford Reserve. How do, what do I have in my notes here? Woodford Reserve sells a commemorative bottle for the Derby every year. So um, I keep a bottle of Woodford uh, on my uh, shelf pretty much all the time. It's, like I said, it's a standard. When someone thinks of bourbon, Woodford Reserve usually comes up. And the bottle I have in front of me, it's it's got a really cool label on it. Um, I like it because it's very descriptive. So uh, this label gives you the batch number. It says uh, batch number 4670. And it even gives you a bottle number from that batch. This is bottle number 766. And it tells you uh, the master distiller. His name's Chris Morris. And he's kind of kind of a rock star in the bourbon world. Um, and as with like all the bourbons I talk about, uh, on Rackhouse Ramblings, I start with their webpage, www.woodfordreserve.com. And I, again, I like a lot of their websites. Um, this one's really cool. Right at right out of the gate, when you pick on their, uh, uh, click on their whiskeys, they have their expressions that kind of uh, come in the scroll down menu. And there are 10 of them. No shit. They have 10 different expressions. Which I guess I didn't realize it. But um, one is the Kentucky Derby bottle, which is really just their straight bourbon whiskey and a special uh, uh, bottle with uh, special artwork on it for the for the horse race, the Kentucky Derby. Um, then there's their most common expression. It's called the Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, which I got in front of me. Then they have something called the double oaked Woodford Reserve. Then they have a rye whiskey, a malt whiskey, and a wheat whiskey. Then there's the, uh, they call it the Master's Collection Straight Bourbon. They have another one called Batch Proof, where they blend uh, bourbon barrels together while keeping them at barrel proof. And then there's also another expression called the Distillery Series. And these are the, the, the series is only available at the distillery when you go to Woodford Reserve on their tour. And it says a few select retailers. I've never seen their distillery stuff anywhere else. And then their last one is called the Baccarat Edition. And this is Woodford Reserve, Woodford Reserve bourbon finished in cognac barrels. And I've yet to get my hands on any of that. But anyway, blah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> but let's get back to the basics. Woodford Reserve, straight bourbon whiskey, what I have in front of me here. Um, when you go to the, the website and they have a pull-down menu, um, right at the top, highlight says straight bourbon whiskey, and it reads from their webpage, 
this is their, uh, quote, the art of making fine bourbon, first took place on the site of the Woodford Reserve Distillery, now a national historic landmark in 1812. The perfectly balanced taste of straight bourbon whiskey is comprised of more than 200 detectable flavor notes, from bold grain and wood to sweet aromatics, spice, and fruit and floral notes. Huh, no shit. So then you scroll down the screen a little bit further and it has tasting notes. So this one, I'm going to read their tasting notes. The proof is 90.4. The appearance they're calling is clean, brilliant honey amber. The nose is heavy with rich dried fruit, hints of mint and oranges covered with the dusting of cocoa, faint vanilla, and tobacco spice. Hmm. Then under the taste notes, it says rich, chewy, round, and smooth with complex citrus, cinnamon, and cocoa. Toffee, caramel, chocolate, and spice notes abound. And then the finish, it says silky smooth, almost creamy at first with a long, warm, satisfying tail. And I love these adjectives. So uh, uh, under taste, it's called chewy. I like that one. And rich and complex. And then under the finish, a satisfying tail, warm, satisfying tail. I like that too. Some very descriptive words. Anyway, um, scroll down a little bit more at the bottom of the page, and they have something they call a flavor wheel. This one kind of caught my I got my little attention. Think of, it's really like, looks like a steering wheel picture divided into five slices, like pie, right? And it says, tap to explore the unique flavor breakdowns of each Woodford Reserve expression. Hmm. Every whiskey has its own special flavor wheel, reflecting the diverse tasting notes you'll experience with every sip. Hmm. So there's five slices. Uh, the first slice is called grain, and you, you tap on that slice, and the words come up, malt and rye. Um, you tap on the next slice, it's for wood, and the words come up, almond, hazelnut, pecan, cedar, oak, walnut. That's almost every tree out there, right? They left out cherry and apple and a couple others. <laughs> then the next slice is tapping, uh, it's called fruit and floral. And when you tap on that slice, it comes up with a whole fucking list here. Apple, cranberry, orange, apricot, green apple, peach, blackberry, blueberry, cherry, cognac, honeysuckle, lemon, pear, and rose petal. That is... <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of fruit and floral. And then you tap on one that says spice. That little slice comes up anise, black pepper, cinnamon clove, coffee, herbal, mint, nutmeg, and tobacco. And then the last one says sweet aromatic slice. And you tap on that one, that little slice there, and it says brown sugar, butterscotch, caramel, chocolate, honey, maple syrup, marzipan and vanilla holy shit that's a lot going on that's like every taste every smell you ever thought of put into one little paragraph or whatever right but holy shit but anyway you know what let's do this i'm going to open the this bottle and we're going to put a little woodford reserve in it and get the podcast going we're going to we've got a few things to talk about and uh, let's see here Woodford Reverse, Woodford Reserve Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Hmm. Tastes pretty damn good. But you know what? Uh, butterscotch and vanilla right away jump out at me. Another thing I like is there's no burn on the finish. And if you're a listener on this podcast, you know that is one of the signature things I look for in a good bourbon is no burn. A nice, smooth, clean finish. So with that being said, uh, you know, I have been to this distillery it is a beautiful, beautiful place. The facility is gorgeous. It's like right out of a postcard. It is uh, not far from Lexington, not far from Keeneland Horse Racing. Uh, if you're in the area, give it a listen. Or give it a listen. Give it a visit. <laughs> if you're in that area, definitely stop by and get a get a, a distillery tour. And 
If you're looking for a good bottle to give as a gift, or even for you, pardon me, my computer's talking to me, but um, get a bottle of uh, Woodford Reserve. So we're going to take a couple sips. I'm going to be right back. We're going to get into it. Rackhouse Ramblings, episode 41 is here. House Ramblings is back. I did take a couple of sips. Like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, I just returned from a short trip to Kentucky. Uh, my best friend Andy and I went down with every intention of bow hunting for deer. Um, Kentucky has an archery season that starts on September 1st. Here in Michigan, our bow season starts October 1st. So we want to go down, do some uh, early bow hunting, hanging out. And after doing some online research, I chose this area in the Daniel Boone National Forest, and it's called the Primitive Weapons Hunting Area. The area is designated um, for hunting with primitive weapons like bow and arrow and flintlock rifles. And notice I didn't say muzzle loader. It has to be a flintlock. Also, you can use a crossbow, but with uh, only with iron sights. So to me, that was kind of appealing uh, to do just like primitive weapons because, you know, I'm a big archer. Anyway, um, next to that hunting area was the campground we stayed at. It was called Zilpo Campground. You can Google it, Google Maps it, Google Map it. And I reserved this uh, campsite for four nights. Um, and it's right on Cave Run Lake. Really cool area. Really uh, rustic, really back in the woods. We were psh, 16 miles from the closest uh, anything. <laughs> you had to take a long winding road into uh, the campground. And uh, that that just got you to the campground. Then you had to go back out to go to the hunting area. But anyway, it rained uh, every night. Uh, that we were there. Uh, it would have been, I think it would have been better. We had a good time. We hang, we hung out, drank beer, uh, sat around the campfire and the, well, not much of a campfire. We didn't even, we had that like once or twice, but, uh, sat in the rain under the awning of the van and, and shot the shit. Um, Sunday evening rolled in after dinner, uh, the rain started and kept right on going. <laughs> uh, our tent started to leak. So we crawled in the van and didn't come out till the morning and it rained again for a couple more days. <laughs> we didn't even bother buying a hunting license. So we didn't even bother to hunt, I should say either. Right. So, uh, the third day we kind of changed our plans and I said, you know what, I'm going to focus more on bourbon. And we headed over to, uh, got packed our shit, went towards Lexington and made a stop at Costco, Ta-da! and um, they have some really good deals. If you have not been to uh, Costco in in Kentucky, Angel's Envy for thirty nine dollars. You know that's a fifty nine dollar bottle here in Michigan. They had four rows of single barrels, thirty nine bucks. Wild Turkey Rare Breed, thirty seven bucks. I got my hands on one of those. Um, we got good bourbon at a good price. Got a Costco pizza for lunch was pretty cool. Next stop was Liquor Barn right across the road. Found a couple of bottles I've been looking for, um, and they weren't expensive. I was looking for some bottled in bond and got a couple of bottles under $20. 
Um, in my collection, I didn't have any bottle and uh, bond bourbons. So got that. Um, got a new single barrel pick to try, a no name. Uh, we'll have that on the show in a few weeks. Picked up some Yinglings, one of my favorite beers. Got a couple cases. And uh, then we kept on driving from there to our campground um, outside a town called Frankfort, Kentucky. Stillwater Campground. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I'd give it two thumbs down. But anyway... Uh, speaking of Frankfurt, Frankfurt is in, in Kentucky is the home of a number of distilleries. Uh, it is between, if you looked on a map and you saw the town of Louisville and the town of Lexington and drew a line straight across, it's in between those two. So Frankfurt, Kentucky, um, we drove by my buddy Andy and I, uh, Castle and Key Distillery. I would have stopped in there, but they are only open first tours Thursday to Sunday. And we, of course, we showed up on a Wednesday. Then uh, the next to that was Old Crow Distillery, now called Glenn's Distilling. And um, they were closed that day for maintenance. No shit. Strike out, strike out. And here comes strike three. I went to Buffalo Trace. Right there. What a beautiful place. And couldn't get a tour. Their tours are booked for the next two months. Bam! Three strikes. I was out. But I did... Uh, walk around the grounds, absolutely beautiful. And I did go to their gift shop and bought some uh, goodies. Um, what did I buy there? Glass, a hat. But, oh, you know what? I have a really cool Kentucky uh, Bourbon Trail Passport, their newest one. It's called the Passport and Field Guide. And this is just a little five by nine book. But the cool thing is it has a little uh, page for every distillery on the tour. Um, tells a little bit about them, a few facts about them, uh, from Town Branch to Wild Turkey to Bardstown to Weller to Old Forester, um, how to taste bourbon. Really, really cool. Um, the field guide. I'm going to put it on the Instagram. I know I keep saying that, but I will do it for sure this time. But anyway, so stopped at Buffalo Trace. Uh, got some gifts for myself <laughs> more than anything else. Uh, but well, I'll definitely get back there. I will definitely get back there. Went back to the campground after that. And wouldn't you know it started to rain again that night. We had a little campfire, had a few beers, relaxed, went to bed. And in the middle of the night, probably three in the morning, it just started torrential storm and blowing. And by the time morning came around, I was wet. My bed was wet. My cot was wet. I'd had enough, and we packed up and headed back to Michigan a day early. <laughs> My original plan was to stay till Thursday, but you know what? I had had enough of rain. It didn't rain every day that we'd been there. Couldn't really do a lot of what I wanted to do, um, but it was fun to get away. It's fun to uh, try out the van, but uh, that being said, you know what? Let me take a quick pause. Let's all have a few sips of bourbon. I'm going to come right back and... Um, you know what? We're going to talk more about the van. Cool. Stay right there. Rack House Ramblings, episode 41. Stay there. I'm your Had to wet the whistle with a few sips of uh, Woodford Reserve. So anyway, let's, you know what? Let's talk about the van. Um, took it to Kentucky, maiden voyage. Since the last podcast, um, I put a two-inch lift kit on it. Got some bigger tires, and it looks badass. The tires have like a more aggressive tread, and it the whole stance of the van looks more like off-roady. It's pretty sweet. And really, that's the look 
that I'm after, like that kind of tough, rugged, ready for anything kind of look. Um, drove it drives good on the freeway, um, more than more like a truck now. With those other tires, it was more like a car, but I don't know. Thing has a shit ton of room. I like it. We loaded it with everything for two guys for all the coolers, all our shit, and we still had a ton of room. Of course, keep in mind, it's still really an empty shell. So I've put on the tires. I put two exhaust fans in and really that's about it a little bit of insulation nothing else so anyway and if anyone is interested it gets uh i was calculating like 14 miles to the gallon 14.3 something like that so anyway i didn't buy it because it's good on gas i bought it because it gets to all the places i want to go when i want to go and it lets me stay where i want to stay without reservation so there Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Anyone worried about gas? So anyway, um, Andy and I went to Kentucky to bow hunt. Um, and we have an upcoming bow season right here in Michigan. About to kick off. October 1st is just around the corner. And I'm really excited for this opening day. Planning on five archers coming to my camp for deer opener. Three of them are pretty much first timers with the bow. So that's pretty cool. It's going to be fun. I think... Uh, we're gonna. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. Scott and his son Ben and uh, Paul are all new archers, and me and James will be up there. Shout out to you guys. Um, and I, th I'm hoping somebody gets a shot at a deer. Notice I didn't say gets a deer, but gets a shot. And to me, getting a shot and missing is every bit as exciting as harvesting a deer. It means you've picked the right spot to hunt. You were at the right time. You fooled the deer enough to be in his neighborhood and and not get detected. And those three things all put together. Are, are paramount. They're huge. And in my book, that means you're well on your way to harvesting a deer. So with all that in mind, I'm going to plan on a live podcast on the evening of the 30th, and then again on the evening of the 1st. So the 30th is going to be the build-up, the prequel, the get all hyped up and everything and talk about the next morning, what we're going to do. And then on the 1st, we're going to do a summary of the day of what happened opening day, and hopefully we'll have a success story for you. So if you guys aren't busy, you want to listen to something, uh, want to listen, or even you want to join in, I'm going to plan on 9 p.m. on the 30th and 9 p.m. on the 1st. So uh, there you go for uh, archery season. Um, I'm not sure if I... I guess I don't really have a whole lot more to add. Uh, with that being said, you know, let's wrap up episode 41. Have some Woodford Reserve. I'll be back uh, hopefully next week. I'm going to throw some shit on the Instagram I want to say a shout out to uh, Martin and Joe C and who else is out there? JJ, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully I can get my new listener, Mark, out in Austin to uh, give me a shout. He's uh, a restaurant guy out there, wants to talk some bourbon, learn about some bourbon. And then uh, who else is out there? Dube, uh, Bill and Joe Alter. And uh, I know I'm missing somebody. All you guys out there, thank you very much for listening. Rackhouse Ramblings, episode 41. That's a wrap. See you guys. Bye.